Turkey's for the birds. I mean it. Every year, millions of birds migrate from Europe to Africa by way of Turkey. There are red hawks, there are imperial eagles, there are storks, and so many more. And uh, some of these birds, like storks, passing through the holy cities of Mecca and Medina, and also the uh, Jerusalem, and people considering these birds kind of like pilgrims. So back during the days of the Ottoman Empire, mainly from the 16th to 18th century, the people of Istanbul, who were good hosts to pilgrims generally, they built sanctuaries where these weary, winged bird travelers could rest. But these sanctuaries, they weren't birdhouses like you commonly think of them. They're not cute little wooden boxes you hang on a tree. No, this is Istanbul during the Ottoman Empire, home to soaring domed mosques, imposing stone fortresses, and towering minarets. So they did not build birdhouses. They built bird palaces. And they put them up right there on the side of the buildings. The architect tried to show their artistic expression through these bird palaces. Like an example, uh, I can say that some art historians even say that it is form of a sculpture. I'm Dylan Thuris, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. And today, we go to Istanbul's old city to wander down narrow lanes and hear the history of these luxurious homes built for our fine, feathered friends. More after this. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites— along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. For your next vacation spot, check out Texas for their vast landscape of culture, regions, destinations, and activities. Explore 350 miles of coastline and every kind of hiking trail, from strenuous to wheelchair-accessible. Enjoy world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Travel Texas even offers an online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. Uh, when I was a little kid, I was going to uh, Suleymaniye Mosque. Uh, for some for, for a gathering and my father told me that uh, if you just look at the upper place you see that there is a small cage for built for the birds and I looked at it I saw this uh, bird palace that's Fatih Tanser he is a native of Istanbul he's a bird lover and he's a freelance journalist with a passion for Turkish culture as far as bird palaces go, the one outside of Suleymaniye Mosque is pretty simple it's almost just a keyhole it's quite small 
But it still sparked something in Fatih. And he started looking for more and more palaces. So it was kind of both surprising and like uh, inspiring for me. They are not only on the uh, mosques, they are also built on other uh, religious structures like church, synagogues, and also some civil architectural elements. And even a modern bank also have this uh, birdhouse on the exterior. People started building bird palaces throughout Turkey, especially in Istanbul in the 16th century. But they really took off in the early 18th century, this time of relative peace for the Ottoman Empire. It's like uh, the peak in terms of art and uh, literature. People throughout the Middle East were already building certain structures, little houses, to collect bird droppings to use as fertilizer. But these were different. These palaces were much more about taking care of the birds. Architects were careful to place these palaces in places that got a good amount of sun, that were not too windy, that were out of reach of cats and lizards and even people who might bother the birds. If you help an animal, it's a really good deed because you did it without any expectation of another good in return. And birds also served this other kind of symbolic importance in Turkish culture. The birds in general have a significant role in the Eastern literary tradition. They signify lover being close to God and sometimes the prophets itself. Take, for example, the nightingale. Which is, which is really important for the, uh, also the prose in the Turkish literature because they signify the lover. Nightingales typically sing from April until early June, the time that roses blossom. So people began to associate the nightingale with the rose and with romance in general. And another bird has a really special relationship to Turkish culture as well, and that's the parrot. The parrot is taking a really important place in the Turkish culture because they can transfer these messages, they can memorize it and re-say it. And they are considered to be, in a way, lonely creatures because most of the time parrots are taken uh, single and they are being teached to talk. If you contain two parrots in the same cage, they will not be talking. So they are kind of pitied in a way. At one point, there were well over a thousand bird palaces across Istanbul. Some just big enough for a bird to make a home, some relatively massive, about three square feet. You can think of them as bird apartment complexes. For example, there's a bird palace at the Ayazma Mosque that has over 20 little doors, its own roof, seven carved out windows. It looks like a miniature version of a beautiful mosque itself. And then there's the one on the Turkish state mint, the building where Turkey's coins are made. That bird palace is Fatih's favorite. It's really heavily ornamented. It's built like a small mosque, but also it's like a Disney castle in an Eastern fashion. In this case, a Disney castle might even be underselling it a little. The thing has multiple stories, three towers, balconies, railings, dozens of little doors. There's tons of ornate detail in every little area. Every single birdhouse has its own vibe. Some of them look like little apartment buildings. Some of them look like medieval castles. Some of them look like Orthodox churches. They're each unique and special, and they're all spread throughout Istanbul's old city. But today, the relationship between Turkey's people and its birds are changing. 
There were once bird palaces all throughout Turkey, but many of them outside of Istanbul have already been demolished. Turkey had a construction boom like over the last 15 years. And uh, we do not see as much as birdhouses as uh, they built. Uh, it's a sad thing to see. And within Istanbul, the vast majority of the bird palaces are in the old city, which is the part of the city with a lot of Ottoman-era architecture still intact. It's a lot of tourist sites. And that has helped save a lot of these bird palaces from demolition. But even so, Istanbul in general has become a lot less welcoming to its bird pilgrims. Some mega projects uh, are really uh, giving a hard time for the migratory birds because they are built upon their uh, travel routes. One of them is Istanbul Airport. The Istanbul Airport is uh, built on the route of the migratory birds. And Fatih says part of it is that people's attitudes towards birds have also changed. During the modern era, especially beginning with the, some uh, knowledge about they carry some diseases, uh, the rabies, and uh, bird flu, etc. Uh, people tend to uh, make it stay away from this kind of behavior. In the 16th century, people built palaces for these bird travelers. Today, they put spikes on the top of their buildings to deter the birds from landing there. But for some, the tradition of welcoming the birds, of creating a safe place for them, lives on, just not quite as palatially as it once did. <laughs> uh, I, I have a small birdhouse made out of wood, uh, but it's on a tree in the garden, not on the building itself, because uh, I do not own, I'm the renter. So <laughs> the best way to see the Ottoman bird palaces is to visit Istanbul, where almost all of them are. Also, it's one of the great cities of the world, so always worth traveling to. And once you're in Istanbul, stop by the Turkish Mint or the Suleymaniye Mosque or many of the old city's notable buildings, and you will see some absolutely wonderful bird palaces. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. This episode was produced by Baudelaire Seuss. The production team includes Dylan Therese. Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder Arnold, Sarah Wyman, Manolo Morales, Gianna Palmer, Tracy Samuelson, John Delore. Our technical director is Casey Holford. This episode was sound designed and mixed by Luce Fleming. If you want to learn more, be sure to visit atlasobscura.com. There's a link in our episode description. And our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Dylan Thuris. Wishing you all the wonder in the world. I will see you next time. Witness Docs from Stitcher. What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30-pound sea bass, and a 10-inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150, tough this smart, can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024, pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024, cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution. 
Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.